Alright, mic check. Check, check, check. Alright, man. We're good. Give me some of this coffee. <laughs> Hit the cell phone in here. All right, man. Here we go. We're just going to go with it. Yeah, let's do it. What's up? How's it going, man? How you doing? How you doing? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold in this room, man. I don't know. You got the shorts on, man. That... I didn't plan for this. Uh... It's supposed to be 77, like 77 today or some crazy shit today. Never checked the one. Oh, well, we love to cuss. It's your world, man. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's your interview, man. Talk to the people, man. What's your name? Come on, man. Hi, hey, what's going on? Good morning. Uh, my name is uh, Mason Tremaine, but I'm also known as Mace Trigger. Mm. Uh, professional dancer. I am 23 years old. Proud father of two daughters, uh, two and three. But my oldest is about to be four next month. Oh, okay, hold on. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Let's slow down. Wait, wait, wait. You said so. You said. I know you started going all in. I didn't know we was gonna go through the resume. Hold on. Okay. Hey, now I got, I, I got a lot about me, man. Uh, we gonna, we gonna deep dive. We got so. <laughs> you're 23. Yes. Where are you from? Uh, born and raised in Sacramento, California. Mm. Talk about it. What was that like? Oh man, I was, dude. I've literally. Born and raised in downtown, like literally, like I watched like the rise and fall of like downtown plaza, like mm. everything, like it, it's a trip seeing how Sac is like literally like was risen at such a high plateau, then it f kind of fell off and people went to Arden and you know the Galleria opened up and people like went astray, and then like now it's coming back with this weird. <laughs> Metropolitan type of feel. I mean, come on, bro. They got like a cycling class, dog. Like, <laughs> I I've never seen in my life. But I mean, hey, I mean, you know, someone's got to, you know, pedal to the metal. But I don't know. It, it, it's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm a homegrown downtown type of type of cat, you know. So I'm right. used to how my city was. But I love the change, you know, right. bringing in more artistry. I feel. Mm. More perspective. And you dance. Yes. So talk about that twin. Is that something you've always done? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nah, man. I for sure, I, I had like identity crisis in like middle school and high school because it was just like, like I, I like skateboarding in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Then right. it kind of, dancing kind of fell into my lap high school wise, like middle school and high school. You know, it, I was like those kids who was like, you always saw the baby dancing and stuff like that, but right. it was like, where is he going to go? It's like, oh, he's just a happy baby, you know? Right. So once high school came around, I saw the Jabberwockies. Once I saw the Jabberwockies, you know who they are? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sacktown, you know, represent 916. But uh, once I saw them on America's Best Dance Crew, man, I was just like, yo. What blew you away? The the fact that it was like illusion type of shit, like you've never seen nobody in a bunch of white masks, like right. come on now, like throwing big big ass pictures that you would never expect. I mean, they did the Superman, like on America's Best Dance Crew. Like I'll never forget that moment. Like it was such a simple simple trick, but the way they they orchestrated it was genius. You know, is the dance like what is the dance world like? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, it's a major thing, man. There's politics, dog. The dance. You gotta break this down. The, I, I don't know too many people that dance. The dance world's deep once you're in. It's like it's like if you're like in in the rap game, how there's like you know people think they're better. You know, there's like the people who are just doing their own thing, like the, the SoundCloud rapper type shit. There's right. like that's like that shit in the dance world, like. So when you say dance too, let's for the record, 
We're not talking like exotic dancing. Nah, I'm not stripping. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not stripping now. Now, if times get tough, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll shake a little, shake a little something for for Gertrude. You feel me? You know, a couple, a couple dollars. You know, what I'm saying I gotta, I got, I gotta feed my kids. You know what I'm saying? You right. know, but uh. So the dance world is, is the the hip, the hip hop dancing and the dance environment. Yes, I'm mostly in the hip hop scene. You know what I'm saying? And it's. It's interesting because there's a lot of people that see it as, you know, the dance world's dying off because it's getting trendy, you know, because there's like the dances like, you know, like the hit them folks, you know, it's like the the shit that w we were doing back in the early 2000s, lean with the rock with it, Superman. Right. And now that those dancers are coming back in a new way where it's the younger generation is literally doing that alone. Right. A lot of old heads and OGs don't feel like it's giving back to the culture. But I honestly feel like it's tight. People it's people are still making new things. It's still growing. Like just like rap and hip hop, like it's everything. It should not just be set to one category, you know? Right. So that's just one aspect of the dancing. And then you got the dancing where it's just like people who just like the cipher. Like I like to just cipher it. The battle scene, the whole showcasing, I love it. I got plenty of teammates and homies who do it, but it's just like I just like the exchange and showcase, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just like the, the vibe of really melding my energy with yours. And just because I know how to do a wave doesn't mean you know how to do the wave the exact same way. You, you dig what I'm saying? Right. So that I just, I just like it. It's like dance is like a, a whole other language, like a bunch of sentences and periods and compound sentences, like, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like... That's it. Is it, yeah, man. It, it you could use so many metaphors for it. Like, it's just a brilliant exchange, I would say. So, and you said in middle school ish, high school, mm -hmm. you figured that out. So, did you have to like spring that on people? Like, hey guys, <laughs> dancing is dancing is my new thing. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, <laughs> brain to self, brain to self. We're kicking in the dance mode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like. Not people respond to that. Oh man, people was just like, "What the fuck is you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> you want to dance, right? Was it not popular. Like, um, it was. Uh, it was like the jerking scene was really big at the time. I wanted to make dancing like a thing, and I don't know. I, I was nervous because like I was I was a heavy skateboarder. Like I was really like in the streets with my homies, like middle school to, to like sophomore year. So it was like a trip because I'd be the, the dude, like, we could be sitting out at the skate park and then I'd be just trying some shit with my hands and people were like, what the fuck is you doing? Like, yeah. do the trick. Like, <laughs> like, you know, so once it took over, like, I had, I slowly just felt myself um, just, just drawn back from it. And on top of that, I got a fear of heights that I realized I started to develop. No, it's really? a trip. Yeah, no, seriously. I thought it was just like roller coasters and like, you know, outrageous shit where it's just like, how could you not be? Right. But as my homies progressed and I progressed in skateboarding, I realized like the stairs got higher, the shit got crazier. And it's just, I was just like, yo, like I would start to get dizzy. And I was just like, wow, I might not even be able to do this because I'm psyching myself out for like for shit. So it's like maybe this is a sign since dance is already intertwining with what my lifestyle let me just only mailed out of it. And then, you know, the transition was kind of rough because it's just like, you know, this, all your friends skate. So right. now it's just like, when my, my homies are doing the robot gene, <laughs> when my partner's are at the quad. Like, but then eventually I found like the hip hop dance club at Christian Brothers because that's where I went to high school in Oak Park.
And through the avenue of that, where it was just like a small club of like five, like four people. It was one of those like little desolate clubs. I don't want to talk shit because it's an amazing club, but it's right. small. It started off super small. And I met two seniors. Uh, no, no, no. They were juniors at the time. Uh, Mark Freeman and Sebastian Sanchez. And literally those cats had the same unknown drive like dance was something that we want to do so meeting those guys like i definitely finalized like okay this is tight i like this you know and then i would say just a quick little forward like inspiration wise during that period of time right i found out about the less twins mm-hmm. or the twins i should say right have you ever heard of them those uh the, the french yeah. dancers the tall tall cats with the yeah, afros yeah yeah. yeah yeah man i saw them for the first time and I was just blown away. I was like someone who looks like looks like me, you know what I'm saying? Like a like black, right. really doing something weird, not like your typical like you know popping shit. Like I respect the OG stuff, but just like you ain't seen something like that before. Right. This was like what oh nine ten, you know? So it's just like dancers weren't doing that type of thing yet. Yeah, some were touching it, but like these guys were six five. Dancing like some of my height, like, yeah. <laughs> yo. How tall are you? I am like, you know what I'm saying, with some J's on. <laughs> I'm, I'm five ten, you know what I'm saying, but uh, <laughs> but but I I am five nine. I will, I will proudly say from my compact Negros, you know what I'm saying, like I am five nine. Right. Ain't no pocket size. I ain't no Jacquees. You feel me? <laughs> I still got some height on me, but I I for sure ain't no six foot cat. Nah. Right, so seeing seeing them, did you think it was possible for you to like at least take it to that level? Yes, I did you for, even have that desire. I, I had, I wanted to do what they were doing because it, it just looked fun. It just because it was just like their dress heck of funky, their clothes were wild, their hair was out. I was just like, damn, they're having fun. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, like aside from the job walkies, I didn't watch too many other dancers because it didn't it didn't strike out to me the character wasn't there you know right and that's a big thing for me like with my friends with just the vibe of doing performances or bookings or whatever if there's no character like depth right. it's not not gonna draw me in so those dancers I was just like whoa and it's just like their style is like was like in that stage of just evolving so it wasn't like it was set in stone so i was just like these these niggas is tight yeah you know it's just like it's something it's a self-evolving thing and I, they're like what at the time i saw them they're like 21 maybe 20. so i was like 16 15 so i just felt like it was real and the crazy thing enough we have the exact same middle name wow. spelled the same and everything and it's weird because my it's my middle name is nicholas right right and nor- normally it's spelled like you know nickel mm-hmm. with less, but it was it's Nicole N I C O L E S. They're spelled the same way. And I was just like, maybe meant to be. And meant, meant to be, meant to be like to watch them. You know what I'm saying? Get, get some inspiration. And and from there, like I I learned to develop my character just through that. Like just kind of watching them in their shadow, and then eventually I learned how to make my own. You know. Right. But. So you said showcases. So you perform. Yes, sir. Like on what? Like um, what does that look like? It's not so much like like your typical like cookie cutter like in a theater, you know, box office tickets. Like it's more like performances with like bookings or videos or a lot of promo work. Um, I do like a lot of clothing line showcases for like like urban Sacramento gear, like maybe like extreme clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boys at Defy the Eyes, they just moved to L.A. Um, top of the tongue. 
five flavors like i just done like multiple little events like that and right. but overall big showcases like in theaters not yet mm. i've done things with like teams like back early on in my dance years but as as who i am now today with my own career as an individual no do you have a uh like an end all goal for it mm. like where you're like okay i made it to this point this is what success is are we talking like end of the road type of thing? Not end like, of the road, but like let's say, if you were to say, "Man, I'm at my peak now. Mm. Like, everything is finally coming together." Where I can sit back and and look at the fruits of my labor. Um, I would say after two tours, background dancing. After two background dancing tours, because I the, who's like the all time background. <laughs> Because, I mean, there's a few top everything. Man, no, there really is a, some good artists as a, as a dancer to meld with. Like, that's like... It's like you get them on your resume, you pretty much can dance with anyone. I would say... Shit, top three would probably be either Michael Jackson or Janet. Mm. Yeah. Just their visual work with the dancers is, you know, unparalleled. They weren't... People weren't touching on that back in the 90s. You didn't even fathom having multiple Negroes on the stage with you aside from you. Like... <laughs> Um, yeah, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson for sure. See Breezy for show. Right. He puts his dancers to work. That boy be working. Bruno Mars or Justin Timberlake too. Those guys really be working. Who who's a better dancer? <laughs> who's the best right now? Ah everyone's been asking that question. Oh no. Are we talking about like in celebrity land? Yeah, like we talking about to you. Oh. oh. Oh, let's, Three and an honorable mention. Are we, okay, are we, talk, are we talking local? Edmonton? Yo, uh, who you look at. Oh, uh, damn. I got I got split in the categories. I'm going to call it realistic and non-realistic. Non-realistic is like the cats where it's like they're torn. You have to drop like big money to go see them. You know right. what I'm saying? Then realistic is like cats. I know I could drive down to L.A. and go see. You right. know what I'm saying? Okay, so I'm going to just be real. Realistic first. Top four, no particular order because he's... The people I'm about to name are raw as fuck. Um, right now, ah, oh, damn it. No pressure. Ah. No pressure. Because <laughs> when we post this, niggas go really yeah, nigga. This is for the street. Woo. I would say my boy Ryan, uh, my boy Ryan Jigman, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Spoof. That's all one name. He got hella names, but Ryan for show, sure, he is a monster. That pe most people wouldn't even realize it for how nice he is, and he's a super fun comedian. Um, my captain, uh, Paul G. Concept, that dude is a, a monster. You cannot touch that man with what he's doing right now. Um, oh, uh, come on. oh, that's too. You already broke him up, sir. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Oh, the hot damn. kill you in the comments. Hot damn. The end. Oh. Two spots, man. Come on. Woo! Man. No. Oh, right now. Oh, shit. 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 Oh, okay. And you said an honorable mention? An honorable mention. Okay. That makes me feel better. Okay, that brought me back down to earth. My boy Zay, for surely. Um, and then it's a tie. This last one is a tie. 
uh, Leo and my older and my older brother King Gunner. Those mm-hmm. those dudes are they remind me, they kind of dance the same. It's weird. It's it's like it, they kind of dance the same, but at the same time, it's completely like two sides of the, of the same coin. They're right. in, interesting dancers. So then, honorable mention, my boy Outrage from L.A. This cat is a crump phenomenon. Mm-hmm. This nigga's been in my top five for hell long. See, that's why he gets a top that's five. Thing, oh my god, it's, it's, it's whoo boy. It's, I thought when I first started, crumping wasn't a thing. I was like, oh, they just jumping in the streets and getting buck and shit and stomp the yard and getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's all I thought. It, that's all I thought was my first started. But now that I'm on a team with majority of individuals who crump, right. oh man, they opened my eyes to these last. Three years, I would say, crump-wise, like, my knowledge of it, it's so vast and, and amazing. Like, that's probably, if I wasn't a hip-hop dancer and didn't have turf elements to me, right. I would say crumping would for sure be something I definitely want to try. It's it's a whole nother world, and put your ass to work. I took one class by my boy M80, and crumping, it, it whooped my ass. I felt it in my chest all night. <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, crumping is for sure, like, something that you have to strip all other... If you're a dancer that does like straight touch or something like that, and you go to crumping, you gotta throw that out the door. You gotta leave it. It's a style that demands your full attention. Right. It's definitely a, a strict style. So do the uh, do the dancers get the ladies? Because some men think they can go to the club. <laughs> oh. Just slide, just sliding in real quick. Um, do y'all show up to the clubs like, hey, I hope they ain't dancing in this one because we're about to get it tonight. Sad to say, not to ice my partners. I do know dancers who 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 got that power to to do that and take over the club, mm. but uh. Me personally, like, I, I ain't got no fucking skates, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> first things first, I ain't got no skates. But, uh, uh, nah, man, I feel like dancers do get the ladies a lot more. Because we're in one of those occupations where it's like our heart and body's on the line. You know what I'm saying? Just like how rappers or athletes get a lot of love. It's just like, we right there, you know? <laughs> Is it funny? Um, it is. It is get a lot of love, so it's just like how how could you? I feel like confidence is one of the biggest like things that women can be attracted to. So you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 if I do get down in the club, <laughs> it, be modest now. It, it, it be it be popping, but I'm not I'm not a club goer. I I I I go out sometimes with the homies to go support. Other than that. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the club guy. I rather, I don't know. I rather go like, I'm hella old school, dog. Like I rather like actually talk in person or some shit. Like not like not. In me. 2018. You yeah. Talk to people. Why not just pull out your phone and just text them? Conversation is dead, nigga. <laughs> it, it's terrible. Small talk is dying. It's just like, if you, I, oh, I was talking to this one girl, and she, oh my goodness. I know a couple girls do this, and I know a few might be mad if I if, <laughs> if I say this. 
I know people. I see interviews. You can't drop names because people really go back in this shit and fast forward. But uh, no, so, somebody was like, uh, "LOL," and they're talking. And I was just like, I was like, I was like, "Yo," while they were talking. Yes. Then I know a few of my friends are used to be funny, and that's fine. But like, this was like a person I was like walking by. And she was talking to like some guy, and she was just like, "Haha, lol." And she was so serious, and I was like, "Yeah, it was just like you had to look like." Let's talk. I'm like, "Oh damn, I gotta, I gotta put this shit on. Do not disturb." <laughs> start. How, how you doing? Like, <laughs> so you you don't mind talking to people? Nah. Like, what is what do you think the difference is for yourself? Um, some people just aren't comfortable talking in person. I, no, I, was, I was for sure like that. I'm a, I'm definitely an ambivert. I go in and out. But I feel dancing is a, a thing that forced me. I have to talk because after the performance, I can't be an asshole. I can't just be like Kanye and just be looking at you like. How have you got Kanye money? Though? Like, does it excuse it then? Mm, no. no. I feel as an artist, you always got to engage with the people who obviously pay time to come to you, whether it's. And with actual money or just time, time is money, dog. Yeah. If I'm if I'm taking time on my day to sit down for an hour to watch you do something, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. if you were actually gonna be there after sit, I'd like to chat with you. Be like, yeah, we'll chop it up. Like, you did dope, you know. So that's yeah. why I always, when I got into dancing, I was just like, look, I'm gonna have to talk to people. I have to get over this. So that's why I got into teaching first, just teaching little kids because communication with kids. If you can't communicate with a child, right. Communicating with an adult is going to be a whole other animal. And I say that because my child re recommends patience. If you don't have patience, it's out. It's completely out, you know? And then naturally you just develop your own type of intellectual, like, structure when it comes to how you converse with adults through your dancing. Because you can't just be like, hey, I'm a dancer, you know? Right. Here's my mixtape. <laughs> 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 it's my dance reel, like, yeah. nah, like, you gotta throw your own flavor in it, and on top of that, like, me being who I am, like, just being black, you know what I'm saying, in this right. society, and I started getting tattoos fresh out of high school, like, I obviously had to know how to talk, right. I'm gonna be judged about ten times before they even see me, you know, and then since I started teaching, I probably got, like, triple the amount of tattoos and nose, a nose piercing and dreadlocks, but it's just, like, me just being black, that's a, that's a strike right as it is, so yeah. I had to know. Like, I have to communicate properly, you know? Temper myself, in a sense, you know? Right. Different audiences for who I am. I'm still me, but I'm, you're just going to see only so much of me. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Being, being black in today's world with the things going on, how do you maneuver? Like, do you, do you switch up? Like, all right, you know what? I can't drive around at night now because shit might go left. Um, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, how do you... How's that? Because I mean, you do have the tattoos. You would fit a description, quote, you know, air quotes. Yeah, I um, yeah, I've had to adapt a lot for sure. I would say, in the recent like just last shit like year and a half with all these killings that's been happening, I've definitely had to like slow my roll with how much I'm out in the open. You know what I'm saying with the people I rock with, with how. I might be conveyed in three different perspectives, even though I'm not the type to like post like weed smoking or like overall violence or like aggression. Right. Still, like me just being black in America, like people could just want to take my head off because I do something that they want to do, you know? And who, who knows, you know? But 
I would say I've just gotten a lot more aware. I wouldn't say I've really like switched up my whole vibe, right. but I've gotten just a lot more aware. And then as my daughters get older, I definitely peep shit a lot quicker now, more than I would say I did before I had kids. So I'm I'm just raising queens, man. So I just have, know I have to walk on eggshells no matter what I do, whether it was a racist society or not. Because having women, you know what I'm saying, you have to, I'm the first example they see as a man. Right, so and definitely got to talk about this. Man, you got two daughters, man. What man? At what age? <laughs> at what age were you? When you your first one. What age was that? You're 23. <sighs> talk about it. <laughs> hello, man. This show felt like hello. Um, I I would say I found out I was having a baby at 18. Mm, fresh out of boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I wasn't even like a whole year into college. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, like uh, yeah, eighteen. So yeah, I had my first baby at nineteen, and then powers that be. I thought I was being safe, but you know, <laughs> thought I was being safe. like it's a seatbelt. <laughs> I, I was being safe. I didn't click the most fucking in, and I guess like. Whoop. Second one on the way, so I was uh, about 20, pushing 21, second baby. Where were you in life? Like, what was your lifestyle like? Shambles. Shambles. Shambles, not not to be so funny, but like, yeah, I would say so. I definitely, my kids coming in, in into this world, I definitely didn't know who I was. Like, obviously I had dance, I had that idea, but... Emotional-wise, spiritual-wise, mental health-wise, you know, just being as a full man, right. I for sure wasn't there yet. Excuse me. Like, I definitely, I definitely wish my daughters could have came later, but I feel like they came right on time because I, I, it excelled me to get out of a lot of bad habits that I wasn't seeing for myself. Even other people would bring it up to my attention, like, I didn't see it. So, having kids really checks you. It's one of those things where kids really do make or break you. Like, being a dad, I can see how a lot of dads fall into, like, being the deadbeat, being the dad and not be there. Like, there's actual logical reasons why, but at the same time, there's not. You know, I can see how the problems start to boil up, and it's just like, if you ain't ready for it, I can see how it would break a, break a weaker man, you know what I'm saying? What made you think you were ready at the time? Because obviously, you get sprung on you, I'm sure. Mm, it's like... I wasn't ready, for sure. I even told my children's mother, God bless her soul, like... I definitely went into panic mode mm -hmm. upon figuring out my first baby. I was, I was just like, oh my god, no! <laughs> like, just, I just imagine, you know, them cartoons where it's like something bad happens, it turns on the glass, and <laughs> <laughs> you could, you might as well could have just said that. Like, I definitely just panicked because it's just like me. Like, I'm not prepared. I barely know my damn self, you know. But um, once it finally got kicked into motion, like. I will thank the mother of my children. Like, we aren't together, but she definitely held it down and woke my shit up as a real woman to either, like, be she like, look. Both? Yeah. She, oh, okay. Ain't, ain't no, ain't, I put that on the tally sheet. You know, ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no multiple children moms up in yeah, here, bro. No, no. No, no. How no. important is that to you? To not have, to have multiple. To not, to not have multiple. I mean, because everybody's different, obviously. For me, I... You know, I don't mind doing the whole half siblings. They're still my siblings. Like, 
she would be taking my half sibling away or my sister, but she's I see her as my whole sibling, you know what I'm saying? I don't it doesn't <coughs> it doesn't bother me at all. I but I feel like it makes things difficult for when the family to come together. Because right. there's there's always gonna be that little rift. It's, right. Doesn't matter how small or how big is there's still gonna be that void. You know, so I know how that feels. So it's just me partially giving it to my children. I wouldn't want I can I wouldn't want to do that to them. And so I know what question might come next if I would want to have another baby. No. Oh, okay, good. Uh, God bless you. I was gonna ask that one, like when the other one comes up, but no. no that's come, later. But <laughs> no. I'm gonna ask you how was your um, your childhood growing up, your siblings and parents and how um, how was that? Um, I grew up by myself. I found about uh, my lovely little brothers and sister more later on my, towards my teen life. Mm. So me growing up by uh, with just my mom, my dad, and then mostly my mom. Um, I would say I wasn't spoiled with like money, but my parents were just spoiled me with love. They did the best they can for sure. Like anything I could possibly want, they would cut their two fingers off and piece of their soul to get it. You know, I definitely would say I was fortunate that my mom put forth amazing effort. Like, I, she would give 500% along with my grandma, you know. So it was a, it was a good childhood. I can't say I, I grew up rough. It, it Actually, I grew up rough, but it was just like, you know when you got good parents? Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it takes you away from, like, out the bad shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, didn't realize I was in bad neighborhoods, nothing. Like, good kid, man, Teddy, fuck it. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, that's pretty much, when you got good parents, that's really pretty much how it is. So with with that, was it any pressure, like, to stay with your kid's mother to, like, have mm -hmm. the same type of... Def uh, definitely. In the beginning, for sure, that was, like, my main thing. But at the same time, like, you get a real, like, reality check being with the, like, being a family. Because it's, like, you learn problems about yourself, about the person. And then it's just, like, yo, sometimes it really just doesn't work. And it's okay because you rather make a, a compromise and, and part ways instead of keeping the problems to be there for the children to witness, you know? Because right. once the children get smarter, it's a it's a trip once they start, like, reciprocating it back to you, asking you questions about it, right. really feeling about it, like, just being down. Like, one time my daughter was just down because me and her mom had, like, a disagreement at the, at, at the mall or some shit. I don't remember, but it was, like, something out in public, and I remember my daughter just being bummed. Right. Just being bummed. Like, her, she was fine, but she was just bummed. So I was just like, damn. Like, you know, like, she was only maybe two one or something like that my daughter's extremely smart so it's just like it doesn't surprise me but i it, it just took me back so it really just it, it made me really take wanna take that extra step step forth to fix myself you know right. not so much playing the blame game and seeing as you said they uh you're like the first guy that they're gonna see do you feel that you are the model for the man that they're going to be with in the future right now? Or do you feel like you have, like, some growing? Oh, growing for sure. Yeah. Growing for sure. Um, I would say I always felt like that, that, that quote or phrase or whatever, I feel like it's kind of half true. I feel like your daughter's going to look for, like, a piece of you, but they don't, they shouldn't look for, like, what your dad is. They should look for something new. They should look for something, you know what I'm saying, something right. fresh. They find, they find like, some with their daddy, like, it's gonna be weird. Like, <laughs> like you ever, like, you ever seen a relationship where the daughter, like, finds the dude and, like, he looks just like the dad or he acts just like the dad. It's just like, 
little spooky. Little daddy issues, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. snip, snip. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Right. But, no, I feel like I would want them to take, yeah, a piece of me. But then to to take what I taught them, the tool shed, and what their mom taught them, and then mold that into the man that all I want is to take care of my daughter. Gay, straight, or indifferent, just take care of my baby. Right. Period. She comes home and says, hey, Dad, I'm pregnant. At what age are you like, right, I, I could accept, I'm not as mad as I would have been if it was. Oh, man. Um, which daughter, my youngest or oldest? Whichever one. <laughs> Your choice. It was my, it was, I'm playing. <laughs> Listen, the disclaimer will be in the front of this thing. <laughs> shit. Um, I, uh, what age would I be really upset? That's a, that's a good question. Damn. I think I would be bummed at any age that they can't take care of themselves. Mm. Honestly. Right. Really honest. Because I know people who have really fucking bucked up and took care of themselves at like 14. Like, Damn. Financially taken yeah. care of. That's not. I'm not going to tell you. What they've done, right. but they got it done the right way right. for them, for whatever right way it is, and they took care of their shit for a long time. So, honestly, man, if they can really take care of themselves, I would like to think that the average taking care of age that a real person should have on um, society, I'd probably say, like, oh, shit, that, 20, between 20 and between twenty and 25, I would like for them to start getting their shit together Disappointed age, anything below, anything below twenty one. I was still a piece of me is be disappointed. Cause right. I'm, just, I'm just like I've been there. Right. You don't know yeah. unless you're like I, you know what I'm saying. Unless you like been on your shit since like you know what I'm saying like thirteen, fifteen. Like when people could see like oh you're just gonna pop off. Like if you're if if I if they're popping after high school and they're really doing the thing with their career and stuff like that, I'll have hope. But if they're struggling out of high school and then they get pregnant. Yeah. So yeah, anything I would say anything below twenty. At, le at least at least below twenty. Knock on wood to the highest power. After thirty, I, give me give me give me grandbabies at the thirty. If I if I could take that, for sure. Because I just want my daughters to have everything that they ever dreamed of before they want they have to give it to someone else. And it's not even a bad thing to give it to someone else because I'm happy I live for two other people. But I want them to know what it's like to really. To be selfish, to, right. in a good way, to really, to live. Like, I could live to an extent. Mm -hmm. I could fight for a cause to a certain extent. I'm a dad at first, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't just be up in the streets with my homies till like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning not doing shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got kids at home, even if they're with their mom. I got I got examples to be to be made for, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I just, I just want my kids to really just have their shit together. I'm, I'm trying to be... Laid back. I ain't trying to be no working ass grandpa. <laughs> I'm, I put my mom to work. I feel hella bad, man. My mom reminds me every day. She's like, I could be in Cancun. I could be doing hella shit. But yo, dumbass, wanna go and get me some some grandkids? So now I gotta I gotta attach and bond myself. Now I'm in all in love and shit. So <laughs> how um, how do you? Uh, I, I asked somebody this question before, and they had an interesting answer. Mm -hmm. So. Usually, and let's just say more more than likely, the girl gets pregnant. She could move in, you know, with the with the guy's family. Your daughter gets pregnant. Would the guy be able to move in with you? Hell, the fuck no. 
hell the fuck Why not? I know that shit. You gotta look at look at it like this, right? You gotta look at it like this. We are looking at okay, the girl gets pregnant. We assume she's gonna be mother of the year, right? So the potential of the father, we don't know until the baby gets here. You're not willing to invest those nine months and then hope that he can take care. Do I do I get like some time to know the boy before they get pregnant, or just, or, or just like a like a knock, or just like a knocked up within a week of knowing? He was a boyfriend. He was a boyfriend. Now, let's say what high school relationships, two three months y'all together. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Two three months, she gets pregnant. Let's just say sixteen. He, you know, that's a pivotal moment in, in, in a male's life. He has no father figure. Hey. If he if he can't move in with you, he's out to the streets. And whatever happens, hopefully when the baby gets here, yeah, whatever. Hey, he could still be an asshole. I'll kick his ass. could. That could still happen. Yeah. And two, your daughter can have the baby and say, "Hey, Brenda." <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's all that, and I, if if it's all that, and I can really get a feel for the young man, because I can get a feel for a person within a week. Especially if it's like bonding with someone of mine, right? I would say yes. If it's for the benefit of, of generating a, a positive, perpetuating a nice, solid family, yes. Right. If the young man abuses my my act of kindness, or with my wife, or whomever is well, my team trying to help you out with my kid or kids. If this is two Negroes up in my house trying right. to. Because that could happen. I've seen that happen. Both sisters get pregnant, then both the, the dudes up, up in there. No, no. So, <laughs> if if they both abusing my thing, or if one of them's doing it, on the streets. Easy. My daughters come first before any man. Right. Period. I, I don't care how, what you can see with the family. If you're abusing my kindness or my daughter's kindness, and I see it, and I know it's a behavior that's not going to get changed unless you fix it on your own. You know what I'm saying? That help that you can only do on your own, not have nobody else at certain points. Then yeah, you're out for sure. Yeah. Easy. I'll be damned. I ain't going to. I, I ain't going to. I'll be damned. I ain't going to jail for no for no young nigga. I ain't going to do it. I can't. I I will not do it. I refuse. I I cannot go to jail because I beat some young man's ass because he he put hands on my daughter. Because I know I will go to jail. He he. He hits you. See, that's the thing. How how do you? I don't know how could a man teach a, a, a young woman, hey, you know, when you when this type of stuff happens, this feeling you're gonna get, you're gonna be able to accept all the dumb stuff, including hitting. If she accepts um, it, then what? You whoop the nigga ass. You go to jail. She's still that's, at your house. With that's that's hard. That, that's a hard one. But I feel like I feel like it is teachable, but it's almost one of those things where they're gonna have to experience it. You know, me and my children's mom. Not to go into too detail, but we be we would be fighting. Like you know what I'm saying. Like certain couples really be getting in fights. Like right. Not like on some on some real shit. Like putting hands on a woman is completely out and wrong. But I will say, in a sense of when it comes to what your children see. I will say, if you've been through it, you know how to at least put in at least the perpetuating tools to like bring awareness. You know, sure. of course, if if your dad's from the hood and your son ain't never touched the hood life, you can't you can only put him on games so much until right. he will have to see it himself. Mm -hmm. You know, so I do feel like 
I feel like it's teachable. Mm-hmm. But my babies, I, I, God forbid if they ever have to deal with it, but the world's a big place. The odds are very, odds are very big. Young men don't know how to talk to women. I didn't know how to talk to women for a long time. It's something that you have to learn, so I really feel like it's it's a 50-50. Right. That's the thing with kids. It's it's a true 50-50. What, what is something that you're going to make sure if they don't remember nothing? Because we all have that one saying or quote from our parents where it's like, if you don't do this, you don't do that. Uh, you know, like, is there something that you have for your daughters where it's like, hey, man, just hold on to these words. Oh, I'll be, I'll say, I'll, this is a good one. I'll, I say it's all my friends when it comes to kids. Do you love your sleep? Of course. Don't have kids. <laughs> Period. Right there. Like, really make you think about Do you love your sleep? Ain't ain't hard. Do you love your yeah. sleep? You have kids? Gone. Gonzo. Is it really that bad? I mean, because some people say, well, you know, it's not, it's not, a sleeper. No, it's not bad. But it is a for sure big change. You don't realize until it happens. Like, it, obviously the cliche, like, you know, b- getting bottles at, like, 3 a.m. or, like, you know, changing diapers at, like, 4 a.m. and that type of shit. That happens, but not as common as most people think. It's more so, like, when they get older, like, you know, the kids want to snuggle up next to you. You don't get the you don't get the luxury of having this cut up in a bed by yourself. Right. Or when you get to sleep without an empty conscience. Ever sleep? Have you ever 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 been like single and there's just no worries, no hoes on your mind, no stress about bills, where you could just have that that one sleep where there's no stress. Mm-hmm. As a parent, once you're a parent, you always think about that. Them what ifs, them theories of like, oh, my baby's gonna go to high school. Oh, well, she meets a fuck nigga. Oh, what if, what if my baby gets a tattoo on her forehead talking about I hate my dad? What if I don't get to be on my kid's life? What if my ki- children don't know who I am? What if I don't make it to my kid's lives? You know what I'm saying? Like, once that is in motion and you become a real parent, it's just like, I don't ever sleep right, ever. Even if I'm not doing the waking up and patting my daughter because she had a nightmare type of shit, you know, like... Right. It gets it gets real, man. How do you stay grounded? Because, I mean, I'm sure it's mm-hmm. all those thoughts and responsibilities. It's almost too much pressure, huh? It's it's a lot. I don't know how their mom does it. Because when it comes to my schedule, me being an artist and stuff like that, she gets them a lot more than I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, me, it's more of like, I feel like it's more of like a mental thing having to like just be like, all right, black father... I have to do this. There's no other option. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm setting an example for like two little girls. People already expect me to be a deadbeat. I just look like a regular African American dad. Like I'm finna, I'm, the, I'm finna be up in teacher conferences looking like this. Like right. it's a trip. Like that's when he really gets like real. So I just, I just tell myself I gotta do it. Feel what I need to feel. Stress how I need to stress. But it will be okay because I will make it okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then for their mom, I feel like it's the same thing, but she just, she's always been a hard worker her entire life. She's, she's been, she was the type of person where she had to grow up fast at a young age, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, us being two completely different styles of parents, she clicked into parent mode way quicker than me. So I feel like it was already natural for her to like, I got to handle this, I got to do that. Me, I had to learn time management balancing who I am with who I am as a father, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then who I am interacting with my kids, those three different sides of myself. And I really feel me developing each one in its own fair time 
it just it's just a process. I feel like the grounding changes over time. Like I'm in toddler grounding right now. You feel me? <laughs> we gonna have to. We gonna see how this is when they're in, like ten years old, going to middle school and yeah. shit. Dread's gonna be half out. <laughs> one fat ass one coming out the side and shit. Got the gunplay joint popping. Just well, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> like just totally out of it, shit. Right. So looking forward, we got a bright future, man. You're young, 23. Mm-hmm. You go five years from now, 28. What is our life looking like? Lifestyle, we have kids, we make Pos- a new one, possibly. Hell no. No? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pushing 30, dog. I got to get the, I gotta get to the, the trade club, at least. I got mm-hmm. to. But you said five years? Five years, 28. That's another, like, okay, shit, got to switch up. I'm getting a little older. <laughs> I probably for sure won't have dreadlocks. You could just, just cut that out. Um... I would like I would like to be in at least a, a sustainable home for my, me and my kids where my kids will be going to school regularly, not, you know, moving around and shit like that. Um, hope dancing, I would, I want dancing. Dancing will be, you know, affirmations. Dancing will be um, concrete, you know, where I can actually have my bookings will flip themselves. I won't have to look for bookings, you know. I, I would like to think my dancing will resonate with multiple people where I could get opportunities a lot easier, you know what I'm saying? And then I hope I'm just a lot more arts, a lot just more in the art world, like as in my photography, whether I'm in front of it or taking it. Um, right. I do modeling as well. Probably I would love to have like at least a couple runway Runway things like I've I've done like big shoots. I've been in at least two editorial magazines for little clothing line looks looks. But nice. if modeling could definitely uh, flourish right. in five years, whatever maybe I'm not I'm not. There's nothing with that. Cause modeling you could be at any age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got you know <laughs> black don't crack. You know what I'm saying? Brown don't frown. So we we good for for a long time. But um. Yeah, so this, as long as as long as dancing is sustained, where I don't have to like overexert my body, because you know in the dancers' world, the body, the, dancers' body t- is like, if you ain't doing something by tw- if you if you don't have something stable by twenty seven, depending on how athletic you are, yeah, it's a wrap. Damn. So yeah. Out of there early. Oh no, seriously, for it's cutthroat in the dance world, especially if you go through the L.A. route, New York route. Oh, <laughs> you, you better you better look you better look young. Yeah. If anything, but uh, yeah, so dancing stable, solid home, kids in a solid school, uh, yeah, and just a solid like, di- a solid like, like footing in the art world, mm-hmm. where I don't have to just see myself as a dancer. I don't see myself as a dancer now. I see myself as a creative, but I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of being a creative in these early years, you know. Right. I feel like I'll be more mature and actually I can really call myself a full-on creative. Mm-hmm. So, so definitely, uh, we, we sure have to have a part two because we're creeping up on that time. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Your, your energy is so positive. Uh, if, if someone was to come up to you and say, hey, man, things are a little rough for me, man, what, what energy are you going to give to them to hopefully overcome whatever they're going through? Honestly, I would just tell them that it's... It's gonna be okay. It's it's one of those things where 
you gotta feel for what it's gonna feel like don't let a motherfucker tell you wrong for what you're feeling like you feel that's your perspective but then once you feel for what it needs to be felt go back and look within yourself think about if you're wrong or not and then that's gonna be the ugly side that you're gonna have to face on your own time and if you don't want to face it it's gonna keep facing you in a, in a different in a different form each time until you face it. So it'll be ready for you, but you're gonna be ready. So just like that, once you're ready, things will get better. It is it's just all a matter of process. You gotta ride it for how, however it is. And that could be a day, week, year, but don't ever let a motherfucker tell you how to feel. Period. And you have, ladies and gentlemen, uh, any social media? <laughs> On uh, such a serious note. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it was deep, but you got to right back. Hey. You know, uh, um, social media, anything you got coming up that you want people to know about? Social medias, my Instagram is Mace Trigger, M-A-S-E-T-R-I-G-G-A. That is the same as my email, at gmail.com. Same as my Twitter, Mace Trigger 916. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta keep it all the same. All the same. <laughs> all the same. Real artist shit. Um, uh, no, no events looking up right now. I'm in the works of working with a couple of photographers and filmers on a couple of projects. Nothing is set in stone. Actually, I'm lying. I do have something really. Liar! I'm lying. I got something really big coming up in April. It's a big, big, big film project. It's been taking. It took a whole year and a half of the production team to work on this. Money's been dropped, bro, and it's just like I've never had to look look at something so big where it's just like, damn, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Right. I can't. I really can't say exactly too much, but it's gonna be part of Sundance Film Festival. That's all I can say. Mm -hmm. That's all I can say. Literally, right. if you know about the Sundance Film Festival, then you know the type of depth work it's gonna be in. So it's gonna be really interesting, and I'm really excited. So stay tuned. I'm, nice sure, I'm sure we'll hear about it in part two. Uh, amongst more of this uh, still a chick's girls at the, uh, on the dance floor. <laughs> Ain't no roll bounds, man. Ain't no roll bounds. It is not on skates, ladies and gentlemen. Not on skates. <laughs> on ice. All right, well, until next time, WM4T.TV, and we're out. Out of there. Y'all word up. The book to success. It's right here, man. It's easy, man. Follow this. Be in compliance. You get to where you want to get and live how you want to live, man. Peso after peso, nigga. Bankroll after bankroll, nigga. Stuff some chicken in the egg roll. Now she all on me. Okay. Yeah. Now she all on me. Slow down. Slow down, baby. Cause I know you get around, baby. Okay. I know you get around, baby. You get around. You gotta slow down, baby. Gotta be, huh? gotta be. Yeah, it's the way it gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. We ain't gonna lose, we ain't gonna lose. It was a thing in the past when we always used to lose. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We ain't gonna lose, we ain't gonna lose.